Good morning. It's Friday, September 15th, and I'm starting early. It's 8.08. I've got an 11 a.m. dentist appointment uh, for my teeth. I'm much better, as you you know maybe couldn't see, but my jaw is a little less swollen. <laughs> I've started eating some solid food, uh, still soft food, but some solid food. I can't eat nuts or anything like that yet. Um, can't eat nuts. <laughs> Wooba. <laughs> But I, I do like nuts and cheese. Yeah, that is, sounds even more disgusting. But uh, I do eat a ton of nuts and cheese. So I, I'm mostly meat-free. Um, uh, chicken and beef are kind of specialties at this point. Fish is still a regular thing in my diet, so you could call me pescatarian. Um, but mostly uh, pastas and soups and, and, and things that are uh, plant-based. So, um, But... Yeah, I'm still amazed at the amount of freaking room in my mouth after they took out just three teeth. Um, I, I had one wisdom tooth already taken out, so not to get too personal, but let's let's talk about the market because yesterday, listen, you got confirmation yesterday. You're above the nine day here on Spy. Uh, we can zoom in on it so you can see it. See, look at the morning candle. The morning candle kind of touched the the nine day. And then the afternoon candle just completely just supported it. You have confirmation. So if you got in at 443, I think we may be covering this gap up to 455. In pre-market, you're down 0.22. 449, remember that um, uh, there, there's some pretty macro stuff going on that's not great. Um, but we can take a look at that. Now, the heat map, and I will include this heat map in uh, the... Uh, uh, the newsletter. I mean, it's pretty clear. We had a good day yesterday. Netflix was down. Uh, Eli Lilly was down. Uh, Visa was down. Um, TT, which is Train Technologies, was down. Uh, truck ODFL, Old Dominion was down 2%. Um, ECL was down. Uh, here you can see Dexcom was down 3% at 101. I like Dexcom. Uh, I don't know why it was down 3%, but it was. DVA was down. Um, you can see, but for most part, it was up. Look at Broadcom, 2.1%. Look at uh, AT&T, up 3%. Tesla, up 1%. Uh, even the financials. Goldman Sachs, up 2%. Morgan Stanley, up 2%. Schwab was up 1%. Uh, I think under 60, I think Schwab is a good buy. I don't think it's a great buy. I think it's a good buy. I think you'll get 65, 66, which is a nice little move. Uh, booking Holdings, up 2%. Um, you can see Deer is up. All of this, all of this green means that the scan list is going to be huge in the newsletter. Make sure that you sign up for the newsletter, dailystockpick.substack.com. Uh, I provide it free every day. So it's free. It's got st- some stock tips for you. It's got some charts. Yesterday's uh, had some really good charts, I thought. The SPY and QQQ, okay, starts. There's the Trend Spider um, sale that I'll talk about in a little bit. There's the heat map, uh, Warren Buffett, and I showed you how, um, you know, the, the video from Trend Spider. And then Mara, we talked about it with some notes in there. Dexcom with some notes. I like this one. Netflix, I said it's a buy. It went down again yesterday. Don't be afraid to buy on yesterday uh, on, on down, down down days. That That's the way you make money. Uh, Starbucks and Mac, uh, McDonald's. Here's the comparison chart. And then Schwab. There, I, I, I think there's uh, it's using the 200-day as its support, but realize there may be better banks to buy out there. I completely agree. 
PayPal. Um, there's Jim Cramer's quote. And then inversely, I think Oracle's going to cover that gap. So if you want to see those charts, sign up for the daily newsletter. It's dailystockpick.substack.com. If you don't know where to go or you can't remember that, just remember Linktree, L-I-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. All of the links are here. There's the newsletter. There's Weeble. Uh, there's Visible. If you're signing up for a, a cell phone, get $20 off your first month. I use this service personally. Um, yeah, it's 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 a good service. They use Verizon. I pay $25 a month. I think that service actually got increased to $30 a month. So you'll pay $30 a month. Your first month is 10 bucks, and you can try it free. Um, try it, I'm sorry, with 20, for $10, $10. If you're getting a Tesla, uh, get the Tesla here. Now, TrendSpider is the, uh, the top link here. And TrendSpider does have a sale going on for the next two days. It's the end of summer sale, up to 50% off. This middle-level elite is what you want. It's $507 paid yearly. Um, I, I Listen, I think it's worth $500. I think you'll save $500. I think I use TrendSpider. Uh, I'm an affiliate of theirs. I love it. Um, I, I talked about next week, I'll probably st- uh, sign a contract with Seeking Alpha. Uh, for people who don't want technical uh, technical trading, um, meaning charts and things. Seeking Alpha uh, provides something. You know, my, my dad is a member of Motley Fool, which I'll include uh, in this newsletter. Um, some of their top 10 picks for September. They put out a bunch of notes yesterday. So, I, I, again, TrendSpider for me, it mixes. I, I can do technical trading that, like you're seeing here with the algorithm. It takes emotion out of the trade. And then I can do fundamental trading with things like uh, Seeking Alpha, with things like Motley Fool, uh, with things like Finviz. Don't think that you have to pay for this stuff. just takes a little bit more research. Um, in order to do that. But TrendSpider is having their sale. So remember the process for TrendSpider. It is using the link in Linktree or down below. If it says Gary93 uh, at the end of the link, you're good. Uh, sign up. You get under my program. Then uh, what? after you sign up, just email me. And if you want to find the email address, again, Linktree. Over here on the right, there's icons. There's a little mail thing. Uh, it's dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. So you're going to email me. What I do is I email you back the algorithm, the four hour, the 65 minute, the watch list that I have, the seven or eight of them that I have uh, that I use to scan. And I'll even send you all the scanners. So you can do the tools that I have in TrendSpider. That takes care of your fund, uh, of your technical trading. So you can find stocks. Then you go and do research on the fundamentals of the stocks. You use Finviz. You use Seeking Alpha. You use all the tools in your toolbox to identify, is this a stock I want to own? That's essentially what I do. And and when I say, I don't think it's a stock you should own, or I think it's a stock you should own, I'm doing exactly what everybody else does in the market. It doesn't matter who you listen to. They're taking information and they are making an educated guess as to, okay, it's a good price. That's it. I mean, I just took all the secrets out of the market for you. 100% the secrets are out of the market. It's an educated guess. We talked about SPY having the confirmation. Let's look at QQQ because those are the two that I personally follow. The Dow Jones is 30 stocks. I follow it less. I do own a, a large amount of, of the uh, the Dow stocks, but you know I, I typically don't follow it. See what you saw in the afternoon yesterday? You saw cut just like SPY. You saw this one kind of touch the nine day. It touched the 21 day. So this one was a little bit more volatile, 
But in the afternoon, you closed, and it was a red candle. You opened up at 377. You closed at 377.28, about 50 cents. 377.72 was the open. 377.28 was the close, so it's about 52 cents. It's not much, but it, it held the confirmation. So even though it's a red candle, it held the confirmation, which to me tells me that we probably are going up here to fill this gap at 382. In pre-market, you're down 0.2%. At 377.2. So understand that today it might be a down day. There are significant things in the stock market that are taking place. One is the uh, the strikes with Ford and GM and Stellantis. Uh, in the history of the United Auto Workers, they have never striked against all three companies. They have done uh, th- individually the company. So this one is a big deal. Now Ford, under its 200 day on the four hour, uh, you bought in at 1196. You're at 1262. I think they they probably are in for a long hurt. Here's the thing: there's no um, scheduled talks, no scheduled talks. How do you go on strike with no scheduled talks? And, and I would fight the union too. Why have you not responded um, to the automakers? Now understand these are two sides. Um, you know, the, the United Auto Workers just aren't doing press like the, the CEOs of the, the car companies are. The CEOs of the car companies are saying, we reached out. We've been doing this. Why are we not talking? If you go on strike at midnight, why are we not in a room together? Is it that you're just saying, hey, um, you know, absolutely, we're just going to go on strike just to show you uh, what the, the power of the union? Uh, I think these people are a, a little nuts. But Ford and GM... I would expect, again, this is the the effect of the strike. You're in this downward ascending uh, channel. You are touching the 200-day is at 12.05. Right now, the stock is at 12.62. This is Ford. If you go to GM, it's similar. Um, What you're going to try and do with these stocks is if the strike lingers and goes on for longer, you're going to see these stocks continue to move down. If the strike is resolved you're going to see these stocks pop a little bit. So you don't want to time it to, to, to the market. But if you believe in GM, if you believe in Ford, if you believe in those uh, the, the companies, invest in them. If you think that Ford and GM are uh, just old school and, and that they're boomers and they've ruined everything, the one that you want to invest in is Tesla. Because there will be a whole bunch of new Teslas on the road because Ford and GM can't put their cars together. Now, this four-hour algorithm, uh, over two years, it gets you 140% in Tesla. You know what? If you bought and held it for two years, you got 9%. So 140% versus 9%. You want to know why I tell you to sign up for TrendSpider? It's for that reason. This takes emotion out of the trade. And if you wanted to trade uh, Tesla, the buy-in was August 22nd at 240. You're at 276. I think you're going up to 350. Um, I, I, you know, If we go over here to Finviz and we type in Tesla, uh, I think Adam Jonas was the latest analyst. The average target price is 239 um, Adam Jones Morgan Stanley brought his price target up to four hundred dollars uh, on September eleventh. September thirteenth, uh, UBS initiated coverage two hundred and ninety dollars. You're trading at two seventy six, two seventy six. So I, I do think there's an opportunity there in Tesla with this strike news. Just understand that you're going to have an issue. Now let's talk about Arms IPO. I told you to stay out of IPOs. 
Um, here's the deal. Three bullet points. That's all you need to know. After jumping 25% in its NASDAQ debut, ARM has a fully diluted market cap of about $68 billion, a price-to-earnings multiple based on the past 12 months to close of 170 That means it's priced to a premium to NVIDIA, which has a multiple of 109 the difference is that NVIDIA's revenue just doubled and is projected to grow 170% this quarter, while ARM's revenue shrank in the latest period. You want to talk about hype? This is hype. Uh, let's go over here to to to, to seeking or to uh, TrendSpider, and I'm not going to do a four hour because we'd only have two candles, but let's do a five minute chart of yesterday and take a look. This is, you know, 12.15. It opened up around noontime, 12.05, 12.10. You were down here in the 56 range. You had confirmation, and I tell you guys this all the time. Wait for confirmation. Look at that. Under confirmation on the nine-day. The second you gain confirmation on the nine-day, you were at 58. You're at $64 now. You still have confirmation, even with that red candle. The red candle, it opened up at 65.50. Uh, the close was 63.12. So yeah, it went down $2. You know where you're at t- today? $63.90, $64. So you still have confirmation. The, the confirmation will lose when it hits 61. So understand that that's exactly what you want. Um, you want ARM to be in confirmation of the nine day and crossing up on the 21 day. There's good news in this. Um, but you're going to have to wait to actually run the algorithm because it only has two candles. So, uh, IP, I'll include this newslet- this article in the newsletter. It's a really good article on uh, the historic of, um, of how it happened. Uh, the other thing that you have to know is that this morning, Cart, which is uh, Instacart, is going to raise their IPO price based on the ARM success. It was successful. So, um, hold on one second. I just give me one break. Uh, hold on one second. I'll be right back. Sorry about that. Uh, dog has a little bit of a butt issue. But what I was talking about is Instacart. Um, they're going to raise their price um, for their IPO just based on ARM's success. So this article will be in the newsletter. Now let's talk about uh, Motley Fool. They came out with uh, 914. I'm going to uh, include this in the newsletter. Uh, I'm going to include some screenshots of this so you guys can see it. Um, essentially, uh, they, they're top-ranked stocks in Stock Advisor. And I'll give you the top 10 that they, uh, they noticed, they basically put out there. It is Apple, Tesla, Shopify, Autodesk, Trading Desk, uh, Monster Beverage, Crowd, Lulu, Team, and Dog. And they have all of these things. I will not include all of those things. I will include a picture uh, of this. So you can see what uh, the top-ranked stocks in Stock Advisor right now are. Uh, th- what this does, same thing as my newsletter, except it costs like seven hundred bucks a year. Um, it basically takes the, the 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 top stocks. They do it by month. I do it daily. What what's a bullish signal? Uh, they don't do charts. They do fundamentals. Uh, they believe that that their stock picking is better than everybody else. I have questions about it. My dad loves it. Um, he has been a subscriber for quite a long time. I don't mind the Motley Fool. Uh, I, I think they do find some good stocks. I just think if you're looking at technicals out there, you're doing a better job than what Motley Fool does. And so 
in my mind, I think this one, I think, you know, Brad, a uh, stock market nerd, I think he does a great job similar to Motley Fool. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll include this in, in, in the newsletter. Um, now, uh, what I want to talk about is Robinhood. They, uh, you know, I, I'm not a fan of Robinhood. I am a hater of Robinhood. But they did just launch something interesting, uh, a Roth IRA. And they will match 1% of what you put in your Roth IRA. Now, I don't want you to think that, oh my God, I'm going to go out there and put $1,000 in um, because 1% of, of $1,000 is $10. It's $10. So while it, it sounds great, understand there are restrictions on here. I think Robinhood's retirement account, again, th- this article, it goes over how it works uh, you can put $6,500 in if you're uh, under the age of 50, 7500 if you're over the age of 50. Um, the, the withdrawals, there's issues with taking out the match. Remember, it's 1%. What I want to basically, the one thing that I will tell you, if you are employed by somebody who actually matches your 401k, most employers will match 3 to 6%. Get that. Um, do the match through your company. Robinhood's match is 1%. It's not great. Uh, It's better than others. Uh, But understand that there are issues with Robinhood taking money out, um, limited investment options, all of those things. Uh, Now, if you want kind of just a a, a kind of robo one, get Betterment. You know, Betterment's a good one. I have Fidelity. Uh, Fidelity is fantastic. Uh, their uh, investment options, you can do anything that you want. I got Apple, I got Amazon, I've got high growth stuff in my uh, Roth 401k. It's a Roth IRA. Uh, sorry, it's not a 401k, but it's a Roth IRA. I have Fidelity. And, and uh, you know, the pluses on this one, um, they, they Fidelity will actually give you a bonus, I think. It's like $100 if you put in more than $2,500 or something. But I like Fidelity. and But read the article. Understand that it's a headline grabber. Robinhood introduces IRAs that will match your contributions. How does it fit for your retirement? It's just a 1% match. It's not a big deal. It's not a lot of money. But understand that it, the, there are limited options. So the thing that bothers me about this, and, and you know anybody who's a stock picker or a stock trader who enjoys uh, individual stocks versus funds, that's what where, where they're st- starting to limit you in your investment options. Um, five to eight recommended ETFs. Pick their own or do a combination of both. According to the web, eligible users will soon be able to trade options in the IRA. Well, I don't think you should be trading options in your IRA. Your IRA is long-term money. Uh, options are, are typically short-term bets. Do not trade options. The only reason you trade options is to hedge your bet. And if you understand options and you understand option uh, ranges and things of that sort, then yeah, you can trade options. But if you're just picking, hey, uh, you know, SPY, it, it expires at the end of the day. Oh my God, I can make 10, 15% on this. You're gambling. You're 100% gambling. So um, these are the best Roth IRAs for growing your money tax-free. Um, you know, Roth IRAs are good. Understand there's a lot of, of things that you can look at for free on Roths, but, but also understand that um uh that uh uh 1% it's a headline grabber. So, um let's look at Sam from Facebook. Ask me about iRobot. 
uh, IRBT. And what do I think of it? I I had uh, iRobots. I had three of them, I think, in the past. Not all at once, but the batteries died. I wasn't real happy with them. I think the products today are significantly better than uh, what I had. Um, I think it's an okay company. I, I'm not a fan of, I mean, look at the chart. You could definitely trade it. Look at this one. I mean, from May all the way up until July, you made 25%. But this one in May started at 32 um, and it double topped here at 51. It double topped at 51. So 51 was you're out. Um, I, 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 you're back down at 35. Uh, if we take a long-term look at this one, and I'm just looking at charts, and then we'll go to the fundamentals. I mean, it hasn't done well. You know, th- this goes back to 2018. Uh, it's been a hype rally. I mean, this is after COVID. Uh, this is COVID right here, 2019 to COVID. And then when everybody's sitting at home and they need a robot vacuums, yeah, it went up to 118. And then you slid back down to 37. And, and it's just lower lows. And lower highs. That's not a good stock to have. Now, if we go over to iRobot on Finviz and we look at some of the fundamentals, they ain't making money. That's why you're seeing them fall. They're losing $374 million. Their market cap is $1 billion. So they're losing almost, you know, just over a third of the company uh, per year. They have $2 of cash on hand, 27 million shares. That means $50 million. That means uh, that 50% might have been a short squeeze. Who knows? Maybe they issued more. Uh, I don't know enough about it. May 6th, the 2022. This hasn't been covered since 2022. The average target price is 42. It hasn't been covered since 2022. And the average target price is 42. Uh, that shows you how much of a hype kind of train this one has been on. Uh, year to date, it's down 25%. If we go and we look at some of the insider transactions, nobody's buying. They're exercising options. So nobody's doing anything. I don't have an opinion on this one. I just don't think that the chart nor the fundamentals tell me it's a good investment. But a trade, eh, it's been okay. But as long as you're willing to trade it on short time frames, I think it's okay. I just don't, you know, the products to me, uh, it's a limited... Uh, uh, limited category. Uh, it's also um, uh, got huge competition. I mean, everybody has a, a robot vacuum out there. Every ro- uh, every vacuum maker has a robot vacuum. So iRobot, I'm not a big fan of. Now, one that I am a big fan of, uh, just speculative big fan of, is IONQ. And uh, Brandon says, yeah, we had a top here August 2nd. You kind of got another top here, almost a double top. But it's a higher top. This was at 19. This one was at 20. Uh, it went up to 2024. 20, it's pulling back on the algorithm. I think you should trade this one on the 65 minute. But understand, uh, my algorithm, the four hour, it makes you 634% over two years. Uh, buying and holding made you 79%. 634 versus 79 um, so let's take a look at first, let's take a look at the long term because if you see the long term, this one has been a solid performer after bottoming out in 2022. 2022 and 2023 has just been a phenomenal year for this one. $3.72, you're at $8, $18. Uh, your top is going to go back here to 2021. Uh, your top is 35. 
So if you get to 35, I think that's great. I think this 17 to 20 range, right here, you can see it dipped down here below the 50-day, got back up to about 20 bucks. I, the 50-day now is turning positive. You don't have a 200-day on this one because it's so new. So understand this is quantum computing. Understand what the company does. Understand they are not making money. Understand that they have a uh, Amazon uh, executive. And you can see the double top right there in this daily chart. Uh, it hit that double top and got rejected right off of it. So it, it, it's definitely got that double top is right at about 20 bucks. So understand $20 is your current resistance. At 1803, I think it goes back to test that $20. Um, year to date, you're up 422%. They're losing 113 million. They have a market cap of $3 billion. Price to sales is 201. This is a super, super expensive stock. Right now, they have $2 per uh, share of, um, of cash on hand. That's $400 million. So they have a few years um, before they actually go insolvent, if they start to bring in some uh, some revenue, um, sales, 16 million bucks. So they're losing 113 and they're only bringing in 16. 16 million is not a lot of money. So understand you are paying a ton of money for this one. The most recent uh, Craig Hollum, uh, he said buy, price target at 21. Like I said, you got to get through that $20, uh, $20 resistance level first. Uh, April initiated Morgan Stanley seven dollar price target. The average price target is seventeen dollars. So you're trading right around the average right now. If you look at insiders, they're selling when it gets to ten. So that's just earlier this year. Uh, their uh, chief scientist sold uh, two million dollars worth uh, on June. He just you know he's probably just taking his riches, but he sold at ten, ten seventy five. It's now almost at twenty. So his $2 million would now be worth $4 million. Yeah, let's see if they tell us how much he actually owns. He sold a few. I mean, that $2 million was his biggest one in June. Um, and then May, he sold a bunch. Yeah, he sold a little bit. Not much, but IONQ I like. Uh, Brandon in our private Facebook group pointed out it hit a double top. So understand if you buy this one, um, I think your top is 20 so let's talk about scans because we had quite a few. First one, Pfizer. Uh, I am looking to get out of this one. I th still th want to sell it when it gets to the 200-day. I'm just sitting on it. It's not a lot of money to me, but I do think the 200-day comes into play. I think that's where it gets up to. Uh, I was looking at selling it up here at 37. It's only at 34. It's not, you know, what, 10% down. I was hoping that it would cover this gap. It hasn't covered that gap. Uh, but they got another buy here at 34.16. You're heading into flu. You're heading into uh, COVID season. So they may see a bump from that stuff. But it's just, it's been a poorly run company. Uh, again, the management, I think, of that one. Google uh, has a cross-up. This is a secondary cross-up here at 138. So the original cross-up on this one was uh, 133. Um, it's a little bit expensive for me in this choppy market. But five years from now, at Google at 133, you're going to be wishing that you bought it at 133, 136. Um, you know, depending on your lot size, uh, buy it sparingly. I think you might have a chance to buy it a little bit lower. I think the days of one th under 130 are over though. Um, AMD, I bought at 109. Uh, today it's trading at 106. We had a cross up at 108. So AMD is one that I like. If you're looking for long-term, uh, just buy and hold kind of stuff, VOO uh, is one. 
that you can buy. VOO is Vanguard's S&P 500 tracking ETF. Um, this one, secondary cross up here at 413. Your original was 407 back on August 23rd. So I, I think if the, the SPY and the QQQ um, go to cover their gaps, this one's going to cover its gap to 418. So this is one that you just buy and hold. This isn't one that you trade. Understand, one that you do trade is mRNA. Like I said, Pfizer had their cross up. mRNA has their cross up 113. Uh, last time with the, the cross up, you made 7%. This one, I think with their COVID vaccine and stuff, we have to see how many people are actually going to take this uh, new vaccine came out that it's got some new formulations in it. Uh, new, I had COVID back in July. I feel like I'm protected. So, you know, I think they say when you get COVID, you have six months of protection, four months of protection. I don't know which strain I had. I didn't get tested. I just, I did the home tests. Um, but this one is a hype rally train. And uh, Ron Barron talked about it the other day on CNBC. I really like Ron Barron, by the way. Cleveland Cliffs, cross up at 1463. You're trading at 1454. Uh, this one has been, if, if we look at a weekly on this one, this one's been a little bit tough. I mean, that 200 day, it's been a tough trade. You're in this descending triangle. Understand that pre pandemic, this was an $8 stock. So you've increased this stock significantly since the pandemic. And pre-pandemic, it wasn't like this one was on fire. Uh, pre-pandemic, this one had just crossed the 200-day and the 200-day had moved positive. Now you've still got the 200-day moving positive. You got the 50-day moving negative. So on this one, you should be careful. I'm still in this. I'm looking at this as a long-term sell, buy and sell. So I, I've been slowly putting one, two, three shares in. I haven't put them into Savvy Trader. Um, if you want to follow me on Savvy Trader, right here is my SavvyTrader.com uh, uh, slash Daily Stock Pick. Uh, you can follow my two portfolios. There's a trading portfolio and a core portfolio. So, But Cleveland Cliffs had a cross up. Uh, a couple of uh, levered ETFs, not levered ETFs, but the um, the covered call ETFs, QYLG, JEPQ, um, energy names. Talk about energy because we had a couple of cross-ups on this. First one's FANG. Um, and this one has run quite a bit. So, you know, do you get in here? It's a secondary cross-up. Your first cross-up was, and your first bullish move was at 127. Boy, if you got into that when I started screaming about energy back in June, uh, you're at 157 right now. From a long-term perspective, uh, oil is at $90 a barrel. From a long-term perspective, this one back in November 2022 hit 168. If we go over here to FANG, to FinViz, and you can look at these. These have great dividends, 4.36% dividend. Uh, target price, 174. You're at 157. Your 52-week high is 164. Uh, Year-to-date, you're up 17%. Uh, another one that got a cross-up, COP, uh, ConocoPhillips. This is a great one, too. This is an energy name that has great potential uh, and will continue to run. As oil goes up, these guys make more money. So 117 was the initial one, and you're at 124 right now. You have your ex-dividend date coming up on September 22nd, um, 27th. COP, let's look at their fundamentals. Uh, they have a PE of 11, which in the energy space is a little bit high. 3.65% dividend. So if you want that dividend, get in on it. Year to date, you're only up 6%. So you look at FANG, that's up 11%. This one's up 6%. Um, yeah, MRO. Let's look at the fundamentals first of Marathon Oil. Their PE is only 8. They have only a dividend of 1.46. They're only up 0.96 year to date. 
But MRO makes more money as oil goes up. And again, you're at $90 a barrel. Um, there is going to be some type of manipulation from a government to push this up or down. The reason this went, went up is because China's um, limiting their reserves. Um, so this one, uh, you know, in my mind, 26, you get to 27. At 28, you got your 10%, 10% if you bought at 26. I, I, I think you take profits on this one if you're in Marathon Oil. I do like Marathon Oil. Uh, some levered ETFs, UMDD, which is the mid-cap 400. Um, this one uh, has a cross-up. If you want these watch lists, by the way, to scan, sign up for Trendspider. 1915 on UMDD. Uh, URTY, which is the ProShares Ultra Pro. Uh, three times levered Ru- Russell 2000. The IWM is getting some type of, you know, it's pulled back enough. Uh, it's under its 200-day. I think you get back over its 200-day. If you want to buy it 39 uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a horrible price. But understand these are levered ETFs. They are decaying assets. So as you buy above the 200-day, it will automatically just lose price because it's a decaying asset. So understand that the 200-day is not something that you want to use on a weekly on this one. You want to use a daily, a 4-hour, 65-minute, whatever you want. Uh, you pro which is the ultra pro of the S&P 500, which means it's triple levered. Uh, This one has a cross up here at 48.11. You just got out with a 2% gain off of this one. You're probably using the top of this um, at 49 as a resistance level. If it goes to fill gaps, you're up at 50, but 48.11, UPRO. SPXL, this is uh, the direction daily S&P 500, three times, boom. This is like the Ultra Pro. Same thing, 91.46. I mean, it looks almost exactly, exactly like UPRO. Uh, and then finally, a, um, a real estate, and we'll see this uh, in the uh, XL uh, spider sectors. Real estate, DRN, cross up at 868. Now the asset, this one, this one's an interesting one with the four hour because you haven't made money in the last three, but you did get a 6% here to kept you out from the, the further falling knife. But again, this one and the four hour algorithm, you make 10% over two years. Not a great percentage, but you know what? If you just bought and held it, you lo- you lost 75, 65%, sorry, 65%. Uh, you know, regional banks, DPST, I just like to check in on this one when we're talking about levered ETFs. This one, 62.39. This one was great here at uh, 39 when we were in that banking crisis. It's a triple levered ETF on regional banks. Uh, There's a couple of Vanguard ETFs, VIG, VTI, RSP, VSS, VNQ. Uh, Some spider sectors, if you want to look at some stocks that are in sectors. XLB, which is the uh, material sector. Uh, 82.62 is the cross-up. 82.62. Uh, XLRE, uh, we talked about uh, DRN. XLRE is the real estate sector. This one's getting a bump. I personally would probably trade DRN. If you're into real estate and you think you want real estate, um, XRLE. Now, here's what you have to know on the weekly on real estate. It has not been a good sector to be in. It has not been a good sector. I mean, you are back to where you were pre uh, around the pandemic. So... It just hasn't been a good sector to be in. Uh, one spider sector that I do like, uh, this one is kind of like FBCG. It's XLG. It's the S&P top 50. This includes your grade eight. 
So that's why this one's so good. That's why this one I had a cross up here at 34.75. You're at 35.87. This one's a good one. I mean, the top the top uh, 50 uh, in the S&P. I like that one. Um, one that came up on my not own sector, and I want you to be careful of this one, is AI, C3AI. It has a cross up here at 28.21. Understand the algorithm isn't great on this. It makes you, th- it loses you 33%, but buying and holding loses you 44%. So the algorithm actually protects you. Do I think it's coming up here to fill this gap at 42 to 43? I don't think so. I think this one in particular is part of a huge, huge AI hype. I think NVIDIA is not AI hype because they actually have revenues and they actually have earnings. But I do think it's a, this one's part of the hype. Uh, we had Nike cross up. We had Home Depot. We had Lucid, uh, which I would tell you not to buy. Lucid is a company that's selling $100,000 vehicles with no subsidies whatsoever. And their production is falling behind. The only hope of this one coming back up here to eight is that the Saudis put more money into it. That's it. Um, so I'd be careful of that one. Uh, AVGO, which is Broadcom, had a big day we talked about. Um, Broadcom, 871 is the cross up here. Uh, They got a gap at about 900. This is a good company. I mean, look at the long term of this one. If we just look at a weekly chart, uh, this is a good company with good products, with good earnings, with good management, uh, with good forward earnings. So when you get down here in 2022 near the 200 day, absolutely buy it. I mean, this is October of last year. One year ago at 412, you've doubled in this name. Huge, huge, huge company. Uh, great stock. Uh, I like this one, uh, AVGO. Now, one that I have said up at 70s, I liked. Uh, I like it better here at 60s, uh, is GE Healthcare, 6596. Jim Cramer has been touting this one, and, and I should have known when he was touting this one up here that it's down here. Uh, I do still like this one. Even though the 50 days negative, you haven't gotten confirmation yet at 65.96. I would wait until you get to this 68 level. This is a good company. This is going to be back up here above the 200 day. You have to wait for this 200 day to start turning. It's a newer company. So just be understand that. Um, uh, you had a few cross ups here. Uh, eBay <clears throat> is one. Uh, eBay. I don't use eBay. I mean, who uses eBay anymore? But they had a cross up. You know, this one's fallen since earnings. 44.38. You got a big gap up here between 46 and 48. I think you cover that gap, but I don't use eBay. So I'm not investing in this one. Uh, It's not one of my core ones. Uh, UPS. They have uh, released their their labor plan. So um, is it done going down? I don't think so. Shipping is just one of these things that um, they're getting hurt. I mean, just competition is killing them. And shipping is, uh, you know, between FedEx and them. UPS has some problems. But it's a good company with good products, with good earnings. I think this is one where you're probably putting in some type of support level here. But you can see in in 2020 when shipping was, you know, you're you're post kind of pandemic. October 2020, you're post pandemic here at 162. And I don't think it's crazy. I mean, let's look at UPS. Uh, You have a PE of 13, a forward PE of uh, 15. Uh, FDX, which is FedEx Corporation, you have a PE of 16, a forward PE of 11. 
This is the one that you really want to do in uh, if we compared the two. FedEx is just a better short-term uh, play on this one. So if you wanted a short-term, I think that's the one. Um, uh, that's it for the podcast. So a- again, if you want, need anything, uh, Linktree uh, slash Daily Stock Pick. I'll be back on Monday. Uh, if you are a paid newsletter subscriber, I will have a newsletter tomorrow. Uh, that is for paid subscribers. Uh, it's more educational. I don't know what I'm going to write about yet, but I'll put in the six to eight hours of what I'd normally do. It's like a work day for me. So if you're a paid subscriber, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, the last paid one is Smart Money is Diversified Money. Apple hits um, uh, this week. Stick uh, to the 5% rule. I outline what the 5% rule is. It's just more education. And it's $80 a year or $8 a month. If you want just one month, eight bucks, it's kind of like a tip. So um, uh, think about subscribing. Now, I'm out because I got to go to the dentist and my poor little puppy has a, a butt problem. Uh, she's been pooping. So I've been up all night. Okay, guys, uh, I will edit everything, put it together. If you have any questions, hit me up. Again, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. Is that what it is? L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. Okay. Okay.